For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Hey family and friends, today we are going to be talking about expectations and we really going to be um, doing a reality check which helps us to see what is really happening or possible. Um, I know a lot of people when they say um, you need a reality check, they mean it in a negative way, but I am really... Um, focusing on coming in a way that will encourage you. So don't worry, this is not going to be um, bashful in any way. I hope not. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to pull up our podcast. We really appreciate you supporting us. And I hope that this truly edifies you in your spirit. So, affirmations are from God. And I say that with so much, so many exclamation points. Like, I'm excited about it. (laughs) Now, we know this because God is the one who started doing affirmations when he spoke this world into existence. In Genesis, Um, I'll just start from Genesis 3, but if you want, you can read it from the beginning. But for the sake of time, I'm going to just start from Genesis 1 and 3. It says, then let there be light. Oftentimes, this world get things twisted and they try to hijack things from God and flip it to fit their beliefs. This is why it's important that our minds are renewed and we operate through our God-given wisdom and understanding. And this just means that we have discernment, you know, and it's, it's, it's really prevalent in these days. According to Job twenty-eight twenty-eight, wisdom is the reverential and worshipful fear of the Lord while understanding is evident when you depart from evil. I think most of us at some point in our lives has desire, wisdom, and understanding from God to know our purpose in life, right? Well, this can't happen until we accept who God is and are willing to reverence God, meaning to respect him. Now, Respecting God would look like agreeing to recognize and abide by his word. A lot of people are deceived out of believing God's holy word in the Bible, but they'll believe a medium, a psychic, or any blog post that sounds about right. (laughs) Now, I'm not coming for you because we all have had our own demons to fight. And trust me, I want to clarify some things, hence reality checks you know we 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 have to we have to um address some things um because i too was lost but now i am found and i decree and declare that i will help as many people out of darkness that god will allow me to now if you are hopeless and feel like you are at your wits end i pray that you open your heart and not harden it when god tries to reach you If you are in a season where you have been hurt, abused, cheated on, lied to, this is for you as well. I pray that you will be encouraged and come to accept that God has what God has for you. No one can take it away. If you are like me, strong in your faith, but lack expectation, you need a and you need a miracle. This is for you too. I pray that God continues to use you and increase your capacity when you release control 
of your life. I pray that you are able to trust God even when you can't trace him. I pray that God does a supernatural manifestation of your heart's desires when they are in alignment with his will for your life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, Get ready and expect abundance because after this episode, you will be able to understand the power that lies within you only by the grace of God. Each time I do an episode, I'm always so excited because I feel like God blesses my spirit, not only with a word, but multiple words. So the challenge for me is narrowing it down, but which is why I'm going to try to simplify this as much as possible. So take notes if you can, but if you are driving, keep your eyes on the road and you can listen again later if you need to. Um, your life and safety is important to me. So do what's best for you. Um, the first thing I would like to address briefly is the question if God is real, why does he allow bad things to happen to good people? Now, I've spoken about this in detail before in one of my previous episodes. It was called Blessed and Mistress. It was like last month. Um, so for the sake of time, I'm going to just make this short and sweet. It has to do with your perception of reality. That's the answer. And I know that that's a very vague answer, but let me give you an example. Fruit trees need to be pruned in order to bear good fruit, right? But from the tree's perspective, it doesn't understand why the planter is cutting it and pulling out leaves and branches. However, the planter knows this is what will help the tree grow and be the healthiest it can be, right? I relate this to us. Sometimes we get in situations that hurt us and we feel attacked, but it could literally be God putting us in positions to level up and produce good fruit of the spirit, which is peace, love, joy, uh, kindness, gentleness, uh, self-control. Like literally this is, this is, this is what I believe it is. (laughs) The funny thing is when we are in these situations, most time we decide to give people back the same energy, which is negative energy Or we decide to protect our peace, quote unquote, right? However, real peace does not need to be protected because it comes from Jesus who gave us the Holy Spirit who resides in us, which gives us peace. So this is where I'm going to expose one of my weaknesses and immaturities, I I would say, um, because sometimes when I'm in conversations and this only happens with my husband. For the most part, if we are disagreeing about something, it it literally rattles me. And I just and like instead of me like communicating through it and, you know, trying to get on one accord and understand, you know, each other and come to an agreement. I just literally shut down sometimes. Like I literally cannot do it. I either walk away or I ask him like, okay, can we just, you know, talk about this later? I can't do this right now. But cutting the conversation short is not good sometimes because it slows down the process of walking in agreement. And one thing I learned from, or one thing our therapist told us was understanding is not always that that does not always mean you're going to agree with the person like sometimes we get caught up on I get caught up on him understanding me but sometimes he can understand me but still not agree um which is what I have a hard time with because I kind of feel like that's contrary to the word of God but that's something that I'm still um, working out and in, 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 in working through, basically. Um, I plan to continue to to research it and just pray and just ask God to reveal his truth to me in that area. Because I feel like if 
two people, how can two walk together unless they agree? But I think my thing is I need to know my place and, and figure out my role, you know, um, as being a woman and, and what that entails. So that's just, that's a whole different other topic. So we're going to just leave that right there where it is. <laughs> now, I know some of y'all are probably thinking, uh, you know, walking, um, putting a, putting a pen in it is good and is commendable sometimes because when we are in a heated conversation, we can't stop unless the other person understands us, which is fine. But it's just different for me because I was taught if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Um, But the thing is, I feel like sometimes the enemy can use our silence against us. You know, like when you having a discussion with, with, with your partner or your friend or whoever, and you just decide to go silent or that person goes silent. And in the middle of the silence, you just coming up with all these scenarios in your head, thinking of all this stuff. And it's like, that's not even what the person meant, but it's just like you just thinking all this negative stuff that is not even productive to where you're trying to get to. <laughs> so that's why I feel like we got to be careful with um, how we leave off. And if you absolutely need to take a break, you know, from a conversation that's very emotional for you. I would say, you know, do that, but just communicate it in a way that the person can understand and that they will be okay with leaving off on that note, you know? Um, but like I said, um, that was a different topic, but I brought that up to say how sometimes we can perceive things, um, and how, um, Sometimes, you know, we might not be able to exude self-control in that area and we end up cursing somebody out. We end up doing something that's not very godly. Um, And I thank God for small victories because cursing used to be an issue for me. But since I chose to allow God to transform me and make me over, I know that Jesus said we don't curse, we bless. We are to let every word out of our mouths be to edify someone, not tear them down, not even in a joking manner, because sometimes we can be saying something playfully, but it really, you know, cuts the person deep. Um, Pastor Michael Todd, he spoke about this in his Expect Effect series like five years ago, which was very good. And it was a very inspiring message. So I recommend, you know, you check that out in your own time as well, if you can. It's called Expect Effect. Um, so, I believe... Yeah. You know what? It's not about what I believe. We're going to get back to the word. Moving forward. Peace does not need protecting. <laughs> and on my tangent... I was trying to give a good example of how the enemy will try to deceive you and make you um, isolate yourself and, you know, cut people off because people who don't agree with you or you feel like what you say doesn't matter and you kind of shut down. And I feel like this is how the enemy tries to keep us separated by distracting us with our preferences. And one thing I've learned to do is compare it to the word, compare what I'm feeling, compare my reactions and my responses to the word. And then if it's not lining up, then I have to reevaluate and check myself and be like, okay, I need to do something different, you know? Um, this can settle a lot of disagreements because the fact that the matter is our opinions don't matter if they are not in agreement with God's word. I know this may seem offensive to some people, but this is 
the best place to be when you know and accept that God is in control and you and it releases so much pressure off of you, man. I know it's hard for some people to expect things from God, but this is how God is able to produce miracles in our lives um, by our faith, desires and actions and expectations being in alignment and in agreement with each other. For instance, if I desire to have a baby, my actions, my faith, my um, desires, and my expectations, they have to be in agreement because I can't say I want to have a baby but still be taking birth control, right? It's just It just don't line up, right? It don't make sense. Another thing I would like to address is spiritual manifestation, which is the theory that through regular meditation and positive constructive thought, you can make your dreams become reality. However, we got to be careful with this because if we are trying to do it on our own and in our own power, we can, you can, you can mistakenly make yourself your own idol. And you can make yourself your own God because you depended on yourself to make things happen for you. And then it can be bad too, because if it don't happen, you can beat yourself up or you can feel, it's just all these negative feelings that you can get. It's it's like, it turns into self-hate if it doesn't happen. You stop believing in yourself, which is not good. Um, But Anything that you are desiring and believing needs to be in alignment with God's will for your life. You can't be manifesting things that are unrighteous, like, oh, I'm going to manifest somebody else's husband in my life. Like, I know that's a little bit drastic, but, you know, people do that. Like, people really be praying on other people's husbands and spouses and stuff. And I just, I just, like, we just have to, that's something that we have to to check ourselves on, like, because nobody knows what you are believing God for or what you praying about in your own quiet time. Or I even read some, some really just crazy stuff on the internet, like people manifesting certain things in their lives. And it's like, bro, that's, that's, that's not even good. Like, but you know, to each his own, um, um, this is important because, you know, Sometimes you may not even have, you know, bad intentions, but you can be deceived in in all of this new age stuff. Um, I am also aware of the other side of manifestation, which is where so there was like a Indian guru who who he teaches do not create expectations so there will be no disappointment or rejection. He believes that one should focus on enabling themselves to achieve success from their own pursuits. But we know this is wrong as well, because as followers of Christ, we know we have a helper and what we can't do in our own ability that God is our provider. And when we are in right standing with God, he will grant us the desires of our hearts, basically. So when you are faithful, God will make you fruitful. Mm. When you are faithful, God will make you fruitful. Sometimes we get caught up in the details, but the promise that God made you is in void because of the pruning season that you might be in. God has to peel back some of the layers, man. He got to cut some things out of your life. So he got to cut some dead habits off, not people, but habits. He has to prune you in order to for you to become who he called you to be um man in order for you to grow and produce you have there has to be adversity like my uh spiritual coach used to always tell me Janice if you don't go through things if you don't like have, you know, disputes and, and, and problems and issues, how would you be able to grow if everything was just good all the time? If everything was good all the time, you would not grow. You would just stay in your comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? 
So before the promise, there is always preparation. So what is God preparing you for? I want you to really think about that because God has been moving in my life and I know that God doesn't play favoritism. So if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. For instance, God has been destroying yokes off my life, y'all, like and allowing me to be able to practice self-control um, to prepare me to carry a mantle. Now, I'm going to get into that later about what the difference of yokes and mantles, right? We're going to talk about that later, so bear with me. But for now, I want you to go with me to Galatians 5. I'm going to read out the Amplified version. It states, oh, I'm going to give you a second to get there. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was about to go in. I'm like, Janice, wait, girl, they might not be there. See? Holy Spirit, thank you. Okay, well, if you're driving, like I said earlier, you know, just bear with me while I wait because I, I want people to, you know, see it for themselves as well. So, um, Galatians 5. Let me go to it as well. Now, I had it pulled up, but then I, you know, when you, when you study and you just having all these good scriptures. Let me just... Yep. Now you can read in your favorite version, but you know, I'm going to read in mine. (laughs) So it says, for we not relying on the law or man-made things through the strength and power of the Holy Spirit by faith are waiting confidently for the hope of righteousness, the completion of our salvation. This is very important because the world can make us stop expecting things from God to move on our behalf. This is how people become hopeless Um, which is the opposite of where God wants us to be. The point is there has to be a balance, right? We, We know that we can't manifest things on our own and we know that we can't, like when we don't expect things from God, then it, it leaves us in a dark place where we feel hopeless, lonely, and, we stagnant because we're not, you know, we're not pursuing anything. Um, we have to put our hope in God, not in men or man made things because it will not sustain us. Sometimes we allow people who has disappointed us to have too much influence over our destiny. Just, oh my gosh. I got to I got to stop right here for a second. I said we allow people and man-made things to have too much influence over our destiny. Meaning that just because one person hurt you, just because somebody did this, that and the third, you know, just because you had a bad experience with certain people, that does not mean that God cannot change the situation. If you have misplaced your trust and faith, it's okay because you can be restored back to God. That's the good thing. Second Corinthians chapter five. And I'm going to start from uh, verse 17. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is grasped grafted in joined to him by faith in him as our savior he is a new creature reborn and renewed by the holy spirit the old things the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away so if you were spiritually dead before once you accept jesus in your life as your lord and savior you are renewed you can be renewed reborn the old things 
have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. But all these things are from God who reconciled reconciled us to himself through Christ, making us acceptable to him and gave us the ministry of reconciliation so that by our example, we might bring others to him. Um, That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting people's sins against them, but canceling them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation that is restoration to favor with God. Mm, That is so important. That is very important because this lets us know that we can still expect things to God, even if we were sinners before, even if we used to do whatever we used to do that we feel like we are unworthy of God's grace. That is so untrue. That's that's one of the lies of the enemy. They want the enemy wants you to feel like you don't deserve the goodness of God. But that's why Jesus gave himself for us. We can expect God to reveal the truth to us through fresh revelation and confirming things for us. There will be a peace in your spirit. If you've been pressing God for something, if you've been um, praying to God, God will always send you revelation. He will always, if you looking forward to it, if you expecting God to do it, he will do it. If you God will always confirm some things for you. Like there was something that I was praying about and I didn't tell anybody about it. And God allowed this lady to, you know, say some things to me, speak some things, pray for me. And she literally was praying what was on my heart. And she don't even know me like that, you know? (laughs) So just as we expect things from God, though, he also expects certain things from us as well. So we have to stay steadfast. We can do this by not rebelling against God when our expectations aren't met exactly how we want them to. Now, I know this is hard for you you um people who have control issues like myself because when we want something done, we want it now, we want it instant, we want it to be on our time. <laughs> Now, I know, I know it, it, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I understand because I can be that way as well. But the Lord, he working with us, y'all. He working on us. He working through us. <laughs> Secondly, stay in God's presence and don't be led astray to make your own path. There's a place of pursuit that provides an answer to every question that you might have. Matthew 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. Listen, you don't have to do it by yourself. You do not have to make your own path, you know, God already, Jesus already went before us, you know, sometimes we make things harder than they actually have to be by trying to, to wield the power and do everything on our own and use all of these man-made things to, to manifest things in our lives. And, uh, you know, no, all you got to do is pray, have faith, believe, have expectation, um, you know, like it, it's just it's just a difference. Like there's a slight difference, but there's a difference in trying to do it in your own will. Um, the third point was to bring your frustrated expectations to Jesus. By doing so, we are able to accept his yoke. Like it says in Matthew 11 and 29, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you find rest for your soul. Mm. Jesus literally just said, we don't have to do it alone. We can He let him teach us. He already 
like I said, he went before us. So all we have to do is look at his character and not be so focused on the critics in our lives. You know what I'm saying? We got to focus on his character and try to exude the character of him and not be uh, knocked off our square by people who are trying to come against us. That's the that's the chance and the opportunity that we have to show up as who God called us to be. When you are facing opposition, not when everything is good. That's that's crazy. Like, um, yeah, that's that's what Ari was just saying. I was just, um, that's one of the ways to be fulfilled in life. Basically, that's what. Uh, that that related to that. But anyways, the fourth point is that God can turn around any dead situation. I know you may feel like your situation is hard and it's going to take a miracle to work it out, right? But the good thing is we serve a God who can do exactly that. Exceedingly and abundantly above everything that you can think or ask for, girl. And man, the example used in um, Pastor Michael Todd, his his sermon, he used the example of how Lazarus was dead for days and how it seemed that all hope was lost for him after the third day. Well, they expected Jesus, like his sisters, Mary and Martha, they expected Jesus to heal him expediently because they had a relationship with Jesus and, you know, they knew him. They believed that he can do it, you know, so they just they just expected it to happen instantly, quick, 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 you know, like, but the thing is, the reality is Jesus ended up staying where he was an extra two days after he got word that he was sick. This might be some of us. We have prayed, brought our issues to God, but we haven't seen him move yet. Or some of us just are so hopeless that we can't even muster up the strength to come to God because we are scared of disappointment or being let down. And we've taken on that ideology of the world. Well, I'd like to submit to you to make sure you activate your faith with your expectations. Proverbs 13 and 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is like a tree of life. To defer something means to postpone it or put it off for another day, meaning like to me, this this made me think like how we were, we store up our praise until God actually performs the miracle in our lives. This is why it's so important to praise God in advance because it helps us to activate our faith with our actions. But our actions have to be in alignment as well. God expects us to do our parts. Like. That's just like saying we expecting God to do something for us, but we not moving. We stand in the same place, acting and behaving in the same manner in which we always did. But yet we expecting God to do a miracle in our lives. It don't work like that. We have to be willing to change and transform our minds. We have to be willing to grow. We have to be willing to go through things, to grow through things like <sighs> We cannot put conditions on God when we are expecting something because his ways are higher than what we could even understand. He really does work in mysterious ways. We sometimes have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof, which can enable us to change and transform into a new creature. Mm -hmm. So the purpose of this episode was to get you to understand and discern what you are carrying, just like I've recently had to do um, with like knowing the difference between a yoke or a mantle. A yoke can be an emblem or symbol of subjection or servitude, which can either be a good thing or a bad thing. But most times a yoke is something bad because yokes is like spirits of addiction, spirit of lust, spirit of 
um, lying, cheating, you know, lying, conniving, deceiving, like things of, you know, a yoke is like something that when we yoke to um, the enemy, you know, and that's why Jesus said, take on his yoke, you know, because his burden is light. You know what I'm saying? Um, And because that his yoke would be a yoke of serving, you know, and helping others and, you know, doing it in a good way. Um, A mantle is a spiritual cloak or covering of authority and anointing that's given to us by God at a designated time in our lives to walk out and fulfill our destiny and purpose in him. Mantles are aspects of the Lord's glory released as we elevate to levels of spiritual maturity and growth in God. Mantles exist to enable us to fulfill John 14 and 12. Now, I'm going to go to John 14 and 12. Oh, I actually already have it pulled up, but I'm going to wait on you. I'm gonna wait on you, Jesus. I'm gonna wait on you, Jesus. I already made him. Hey, that that song was just in my spirit. Sorry. <laughs> I know I'm not a singer. Um, but yeah. So John fourteen. So initially, I was gonna start at verse twelve, but I, ooh, it's just so good, y'all. I gotta just. I want to read it to y'all because you know I know that you can read you know, in your own time, but I feel like this is going to just tie everything together and just do a work in you that you didn't even expect, Lord. Um, so this chapter is titled, Jesus Comforts His Disciples. Do not, oh, and I'm reading this because remember I talked about how hope deferred can make the heart sick? No. In verse 14, it says, do not let your heart be troubled, afraid, or believe confidently in God and trust in him, have faith, hold on to it, rely on it, keep it going, and believe also in me. It's, I'm sorry, in my father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would not have told you because I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and I will take you to myself so that where I am, you may be also. And where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the father, but through me. If you had really known me, you would also have known my father. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father and then we will be satisfied. Mm, 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 mm. Jesus said to him, have I been with you for so long and you do not know me? Yet Philip nor recognize clearly who I am. Anyone who has seen me has seen the father. How can you say, listen. He was walking with Jesus and didn't even know. Look, Lord. Okay. Going back to scripture. Sorry. <laughs> How can you say, show us the father? Do you not believe that I am in the father and the father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not say on my own initiative or authority, but the father abiding continually in me does his works, his attesting miracles and acts of power. Believe me that I am in the father and that the father is in me otherwise believe me because of the very works themselves for which you have witnessed I assure you and most solemnly say to you anyone who believes in me as savior will also do things do the things that I do and he will do even greater things than these in extent and outreach because I am going to the father and I will do whatever you ask in my name as my representative. This I will do so that the father may be glorified and celebrated in the son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you really love me, you will keep and obey my commandments. 
Roll. Oh, sorry. Verse 16. And I will ask the father and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, strengthener, stand by to be with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive and take to his heart because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because the Holy Spirit remains with you continually and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, bereaved, and helpless. I will come back to you. After a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I will live. Because I live, you will also live. On that day, when the time comes, you know for yourselves that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. The person who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who really loves me. And whoever really loves me, be loved by my father, will be loved by my father. And I will love him and reveal myself to him. Judas asked him, Judas, I'm talking about Judas, Lord, Judas asked him, Lord, what has happened to you? What has happened that you are going to reveal yourself to us and not the world? Jesus answered, if anyone really loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our dwelling place with him. One who does not really love me does not keep my words and the word teaching which you hear is not mine but is the father's who sent me i have told you these things while i am still with you but the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name in my place to represent me and act on my behalf he will teach you all the things and he will help you remember everything that i have told you Peace I leave with you, my perfect peace I give to you, not as the world do I not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. Mm. You heard me tell you I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you really love me, you would have rejoiced because I am going back to the father for the father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens so that when it does take place, you may believe and have faith in me. I will not speak with you much longer for the ruler of the world. Satan is coming and he has no claim on me, no power over me, nor anything that he can use against me. But so that the world may know without any doubt that I love the father. I do exactly as the father has commanded me and I act in full agreement with him. Get up. Let us go from here. Now, I was done, but John 15, which talks about Jesus being the vine and followers being the branches, right? Now, I want to bring this up because when it said hope deferred makes the heart sick but desire fulfilled is a tree of life <sighs> 15 verse fit i mean chapter 15 it says i am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that continues to bear fruit he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit even richer and finer fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you. Remain in me and I will remain in you, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit, producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches, the one who remains in me, and I in him bears much fruit for otherwise apart from me that is cut off from vital union with me. You can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch and withers and dies. 
and they gather such branches and throw them into the fire that they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, if we are vitally united and my message lives in your heart, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My father is glorified and honored by this when you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be my true disciples. I have loved you just as the father has loved me. Remain in my love and do not doubt my love for you. If you keep my commandments and obey my teachings, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy may be made full and complete and overflowing. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for everybody who has heard your words on today, God, I ask that they will open their hearts, Lord, and be able to believe and have faith and expect you to fulfill your promises to us, God, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, God, that you have a plan and a purpose to prosper them and give them a good future, God. I, I pray right now in Jesus' name that your word be fulfilled in their hearts, God, that your word is able to penetrate through their heart, God, that they will not turn their hearts cold as they have heard your word, God, that they will obey your commandments, God, that they will be your true disciples, God, that we would all be able to allow you to get the glory from our lives, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you touch them, God, that any disappointments that they may be facing right now, God, I pray that they know that it is it could be your pruning them, God, you helping them to get better, God. What you are preparing them for is greater than their now, God, that you will give them strength, God, that they would accept the Holy Spirit, God, that they would accept your new free makeover, God. I pray right now that your grace will be ever present in their lives, God, that they know that they do not have condemnation in Christ, God, that when you convict them, it is for you to, for them to turn from their wicked ways, God, that they will have discernment. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, that the people listening to my voice right now would have discernment, God, that they would have wisdom, God, that they would have understanding, God, that they would be able to walk in agreement with you, God, and your will for their lives, God, that they would know their purpose, God, that you will be able to 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 advance them God so that they can advance the kingdom of God so that they can take their rightful place on and and oh I thank you Jesus I thank you for the plan that you have for their lives God I thank you Lord I thank you Jesus for their safety God I thank you that they will not be deceived God I thank you that the the power lies in in their tongue God that they can and have expectations in you, Jesus, that you will fulfill all of their heart's desires when they are in right standing with you, God, that they do not have to do it alone, God, that they will not fall in the trap in the plan of the enemy, God, for them, Lord. I pray that they would have discernment, God. I pray that you will cover their homes, Lord, cover their children, God. I pray right now with the name of Jesus that they will be able to fulfill their purpose in life, God, that they will know that the adversity will not be able to overcome, that, 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 that they will not falter in the face of adversity, God, that you would help them to overcome any obstacle that they may face, God, that they will not be weary, God, that they will have the strength, God, that, that they will be able to speak over their lives, God, that they have power, the power of death, life or death lies in their tongue, God. You told us to choose life, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that they are able to choose life, God, with you, to live with you, God, so that they can be able to produce good fruit, God, good, sweet fruit, God. Ooh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you that they will not be barren, God. I thank you that all of their desires, God, will be in right alignment with your will for their life, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that they would have their positive expectations in you, God. I pray that you they would know that you will answer them, Lord. When they knock, the door will be open, God. When they seek you, they will be able to find you, God, in the secret place. God, I pray that they would know that they, that 
they are not alone, that they, you can heal them. Any ailments that may be hurting their bodies right now, God, I pray right now with the name of Jesus that they will be healed, God, that they would accept the healing, God, that they will believe it and have faith, God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in their lives, God. I thank you, Lord, that they would know that every, every, um, a uh, disappointment that they have experienced in their life, God, is to help them grow and become into the person who you've called them to be, God, so that they can be able to carry the mantle that you've given them and set before them, God. I pray that they would have strength to uphold your standards, God. I pray right now with the name of Jesus for their children, Lord, that they, their generations after them will be saved, God. I pray right now for their uh, reconciliation onto, back to you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I Thank you. Mm, thank you, God. Mm, thank you for your sweet presence on, on tonight, God. Mm, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I think it's so important to give anyone who's listening today who doesn't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, an opportunity to make the decision to join the family, the very best family, uh, and that's a kingdom family, becoming a kingdom citizen. And if that's you, if you're seeking the relationship with Jesus Christ, wanting him to be your personal Lord and Savior, please repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus I need you. I believe that you are Lord and that you died for my sins and arose for my justification. Forgive me for my sins and all I have done wrong. I receive you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Save me, Lord. Save me right now. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, congratulations on making the very best decision of your life. And that is to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you need further direction or instruction on what this walk with Jesus looks like, please email us. Our information is on the main detail page for the podcast, please shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you and walk this thing out with you. God bless you. Hey guys, this is Jay Nice. And if you hear my voice, then it is time to open your heart and mind to receive the word. I pray that whatever you are dealing with gets easier as I share with you what was placed on my heart. Lord, I ask that you use me and grant our listeners serenity. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for listening. Put your faith over fear and remember, you got this. Jay Nice loves you to life. Until next time.